Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Was Mac Jones healthy enough to play the entire game last night? That, that didn't happen, so that's another hypothetical question. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. New England fans, heel turned on this kid. The Rich Eisen Show. When Zappy comes in and leads two touchdown drives. Earlier on the show, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, still to come, legendary film producer Jerry Bruckheimer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh yes, can't wait for this hour number three to start. Thank goodness it has. It's so odd for me to start a show hour saying, I can't wait for it to start and uh, that's the way I started. Uh, that's how excited we are to have Jerry Bruckheimer, the yeah, yeah, legendary yeah, TV cool. and film producer here in studio. He's also the co-owner of currently the uh, tied for third place team in the Pacific Division of the National Hockey League, the yeah, Seattle nice. Kraken. What's cracking? Yeah. Nice. We've been excited about him coming in for well, weeks. Well, I mean, now. look, uh, with all due respect to Joe Burrow and Kurt Warner, having been our previous guests this show, um, they didn't produce uh, Armageddon. or sure. <laughs> nope. I mean, oh, seriously, uh, I, I, let me just read to you. Um, our conundrum of having to pick and choose what to ask him about. <laughs> um, here's the list of his notable films as a producer. American Gigolo. How about them apples? I'm looking Flash at you, Del Tufo, not just because you're an American Gigolo, but I mean, be, you're, you're of that age from 1980. <laughs> Flashdance, Beverly Hills Cop, Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Days of Thunder, Crimson Tide, Bad Boys, Dangerous Minds, The Rock, Con Air, Armageddon. I mean, Enemy of the State, uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, oh, uh, Remember the Titans, Pearl Harbor, yeah. Black Hawk Down, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, National Treasure, Glory Road, Murderers, bro. Uh, Gone Baby Gone, and um, Top Gun Maverick most recently, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, CSI, the CSI series, he's a producer on the, C- the CSI series. So essentially every good movie that's ever been made. Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Well, he's a producer yeah. of The Amazing Race. Oof. Why not? Of course. Unbelievable. Yeah, let's go. Fire Country is his new show on CBS. You know, when he, when he, when he uh, pitches to CBS. It's an automatic? <laughs> does, he, does he have to? Probably not. No, they just. Or do they? Or do they just? Does he hold up four fingers like an intentional walk? Like I, he gets, he gets first base. Is that what it is? They just say, "What is it, Jerry?" What an is hour, it, hour, half hour, and hey, they just give Jerry, him a time slot. What kind of idea do you really, have? What's really no. on your mind, Jerry? He has to bring his resume. He's got to lay his resume out and go. Yeah, this is my first one. You know, who are you thinking about for the lead? Yeah, but really, what have you done for us? 
<laughs> Mikey, you know one of my favorite things? You remember when Beverly Hills Cop came out and Eddie Murphy had the Mumford Fizz? Oh, the Mumford. Oh, so I had you, one of those jackets. You remember how that, well, the t-shirt, t-shirt. was the like t-shirt. the biggest I mean, thing ja- in the world. The and so was the, I remember uh, was making my mom jacket. get me oh, one of these. I couldn't even see the movie at that point. I was like nine or something. So I never, yeah. couldn't even see it, but I knew I wanted this Mumford shirt. And then later I found out, maybe we could ask, that Mumford is where Jerry graduated from high school. That's it. Right? That was oh, his wow. high wow. school. Lions jacket right. could and be that, that Mumford Fizz Ed t-shirt was it. The yeah. number of Easter eggs oh. that must be within this man's TV and filmography. At any rate, he's going to come out here in about 10 Oof. minutes or so to start this whole process. And we'll fanboy for quite a bit. Yep. Um, talk some hockey. Let's do that hockey. We'll talk some hockey. We'll do that hockey right here on the Rich Eisen Show, the Seattle Kraken. I've got an idea for him, too. I've actually said this to him before, off, offline, as they say. As they say in hockey... Let's, Let's do, do that, that hockey. hockey. We'll talk about that later. On. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sorry, Jason Rich. Feller, man. By the way, there we yeah, go. Yeah, he's recovering. Yes. Recovering. Jason oh, yeah. is he's doing back well. surgery. Okay. He's got back surgery. He had very back good. surgery yes. yesterday. Okay, yes. very good. Glad he to hear that. Good. Thank you. Thanks for giving me that update. Appreciate no, it. No problem. Um, so and and so you know while well, before Jerry comes out, I think we should we should uh, um, introduce him if he's watching back there or not. Just one of our best produced pieces that we do here on the show. <laughs> Uh, this is our best. Pr- this is this is as good as it gets, uh, as far as I'm concerned. This year, at least, at the very least, um, our new se- our new segment, uh, Bill Belichick press conference <laughs> moment, uh, which is today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Uh, believe it or not, has to do with his wait for it quarterback situation. No, 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 no. You're lying. I don't believe you. Yes. Update: Mac Jones's interception. Did not, according to ESPN, hit the wire of their sky cam. Sure, they said that they, they said the sky yeah. cam was 15 feet above the the field as is required. They followed yeah, all NFL well, protocols. It definitely hit a wire. There's, do we need do we need to video. have the do we have Are you the independent uh, sky camologist? Yeah. I, I am. We're going to have to do an investigation with you and then fi- get you fired from There's the job? The Warren Commission just came out with a new report. Yeah. Bullet didn't hit JFK oh, at all. No, never wow. hit him. This guy. Never hit, never him. hit him. That guy. Never hit, never him. hit him. Suddenly, Gillette is the grassy knoll. No, Apparently. Wait, wait, wait. So how about that? Yeah. Is it further film oh, this, too? Oh, or or what? Like, maybe he just made a bad throw and it was a bad pick. Up and to the cable. But anyway, Except that interception, up. as we know, was not the reason why Bailey Zappi came in. That was part of a plan that not we still don't quite understand. Not performance. So at this point in time, as you know, Bill's turned a page. That's what he does. He turns pages. He's maybe the greatest page turner in the history of turning pages in sports. And so the pages turned. It's Jets week. And uh, I think Chris Long even referred to it this week is that, uh, you know, he, he, he likes the Browns organization, despite, you know, they fired him back in the day uh, when they moved to Baltimore um, he still has respect for them. He said that he stops in front of the Jim Brown statue. And then uh, Matt Judon even confirmed they did that when they went to Cleveland two weeks ago. And Chris Long, the reason why I bring it up is he's, he's got, you know, the Browns, his feelings for the Browns, not even remotely close to the way he feels about the Jets. <laughs> so it's Jets week. And we need to know. We need to know now. Yeah. On Wednesday. Who's starting? Who is the starting quarterback? We got to know. What are we doing? We got to know. And you know. That would lead to today's <laughs> Bill Belichick press conference moment. Let's go. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. <laughs> Bill, have you named the starting quarterback for this Sunday yet? Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes here today. 
you plan on how to get quarterback rotation again? We'll see how it goes today. Is that something that would be? Look, said? we're not. Look, we're not doing anything here. We haven't practiced. We're going to go out and we're going to see how it goes today. All right. What would decide? It will see how it goes today. But what do you have to see today? We'll see how it goes today. Bill, do you know what you want to do on Sunday, or will they be competing? The quarterback competing this week for that job? Yeah, I never said that. I said we'll see how it goes today. So would today be the deciding factor, or? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said we'll just see how it goes. That was a good. When you say we'll see how it goes, are you referring to Max ankle? I'm referring to the whole. To I'll see how it goes. All right. Will you tell us tomorrow? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was we need to know who that oh, was. Yeah. Dude. Will you tell us tomorrow? Oh, will follow. you tell us tomorrow? Oh my God. Who oh, was this? But yeah, oh. as we all know, the, the sun, because he, he went oh. day by day. Yeah. yeah. He went Godspell a couple weeks oh, ago. I thought that oh, was yeah. the pinnacle. The, the, oh. the sun will come out tomorrow. That's Bet your bottom crazy. dollar that tomorrow. There will be sun. There will be. There will be. I was frustrated sun. watching that. Oh, oh my gosh. You know, and, and again. <laughs> Because again, Jerry Bruckheimer is coming out here. That was so, like, you couldn't have produced that any better. That in between the awkward silence, you hear the camera clicks go off. Like kind of like kind of like crickets when you're out camping and sleeping and trying to get to sleep at night and the oh, crickets man, are, are filling the void. Oh. They were so quick with those. I'm convinced I mean, that whole thing was written. Like, cause can we do that again? Let's. See, I, got, I got to get this one more time. I love it. This is really good. This is really good because uh, let's count how many follow ups there are. Okay, about five to one. This is this is a tenacious performance. We needed more. This is a tenacious performance by the Patriots media. Everybody, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tip the cap here. I mean, because because we've you know it's it was very impressive because he's saying we'll see what happens today. They want to know what it it is needs to be seen today in order for there to be a decision made today. And then when it was obvious it wasn't today. Then it finishes up, but what about tomorrow? Well done. I mean, this is great. And I just need to hear his response because we were too busy laughing about it. I do need to hear. I, I did not hear his response because we appropriately were laughing our asses off. All right, one more time. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Worthy of a second look, please. Today's Bill Belichick press conference <laughs> moment. Well, we prefer to win. Let's count the follow-ups. Here we go. Bill, have you named the starting quarterback for this Sunday yet? Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes here today. Do you plan on how to get quarterback rotation again? We'll see how it goes today. It's like crickets, right? Is that something that would be look, said? We're not, look, we're not doing anything here. We haven't practiced. We're going to go out and we're going to see how it goes today. I'll try to cut right? it off. What would decide? It will see how it goes today. But what do you have to see today? We'll see how it goes today. Bill, do you know what you want to do on Sunday? Or will they be competing, the quarterback competing this week for that job? Yeah, I never said that. I said we'll see how it goes today. So would today be the deciding factor? Or? <laughs> I didn't say that. I said we'll just see how it goes. When you say we'll see how it goes, are you referring to Max Ankle? It's a good follow-up. I'm referring to the whole to I'll see how it goes. All right. Will you tell us tomorrow? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Even Bill appreciates oh. the eighth follow-up question of like, 
Will you? You know. I also just like Bill. Maybe. Get, Bill Maybe. getting annoyed at people asking questions about the situation Bill himself created. Hell. I mean, why you want to look at it like that, Chris? You know what I'd like to do here? I'd like to play this out to the nth degree. Okay. Let me please play this out to the nth degree, even though this may this may lead to a little bit of friction between me and my friend across the aisle. Oh, let, me, let me put my mic on mute. Do you want him gone or not? Do you want him gone or not? Uh, because you have been around the edges on this yeah. for quite some time. Because I would counsel you as your advocate here. You're on personal Paul Heyman. I would counsel you, and I know New Englanders, like yourself, don't like being told what to do. You're not the boss I know, of me. I know this chafes. I already seen the look you've given me. I'm describing it to the radio audience. Not great. I would counsel you to understand that you do not want this man gone. I understand. And like ultimately I do not want him gone. However, good choice. However, yes. It is it, as the years have gone by now post Tom, it's year 3, growing increasingly frustrated with this type of thing that he's day in and day out. Like why are we still doing it this way? The it by the way, and by the way, over your right shoulder, perfectly placed, is none other than uh, Belichick. Your right shoulder. He's over your right yeah, shoulder, sort of staring you down. You're, you're the right. But so yes, sir. Like, and the it being him making decisions that he doesn't explain to the media or his locker room. It seems nah, like. What, you got to tell Zappy that you're getting in the game for real. You're going to tell the rookie. I guess I don't know. If that hold on. It was uh, part yeah. of the plan to play both. And then the person who's part of this plan didn't know what the plan was. What about what about the fact that he didn't know the plan was for him to play in Green Bay and he damn near won that game and maybe that's what Bill wants to see well, him. That's what backups do, but Bill specifically said yeah. that the plan coming yeah. into Monday yeah. was to play both guys and one of the guys who supposedly to your plan is going to play didn't know he was going to play. So I will just counsel you again to, and I, I understand the frustration of you wondering what was that and it was really what, bad. Monday was really bad. What was that and why was that? And you don't have any answers and you know you're not going to get any answers and you're supposed to just sit back and trust the process because of the man who's been processing for so many years and the fact that Brady's not there anymore lends you to distrust the process more than ever. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. All I'm saying to you is the alternative, you don't want it. And you know you don't want it. And deep down, you know you don't want it. Because a game like the one in Cleveland with Bailey Zappi, where they just punked him and ran rings around him. Well, he still knows more I, than everybody else Damn in the straight league, he does. But... Damn straight he does. Nah, damn straight. Just, I also distrust the process, but for a different... No, yeah. I know you're Philadelphia one. No, no, I get it. Yeah, it's just, you know, frustrating. But I can understand why you're frustrated. Yeah, pretty frustrated. But, you know, watch us beat the Jets. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? But like, uh, you shouldn't. Shouldn't what? Beat the Jets this week. <laughs> why are they the favorite? Okay. Because of exactly what we're talking about. What's our bet? Did we exactly. make a bet here? We haven't made two? one. We're not going to do it. We're no. not going to do it. I'm no, not doing it. No, we don't. There, I'm because, no again, I, I'm removing all negative thoughts 
The Jets are going to do what they're supposed to do this weekend, mm-hmm. and it's going to come on the heels of Michigan beating the tar out of Michigan State, and I can't wait to see it. And I'm going to say it with my chest starting from here all the way to Saturday. I'm going to write checks that I will absolutely present to all of the Michigan State fans out there in the fan base and the Spartans and say, please do me a favor and put them on my desk on Monday and say that I'm, I've am i bounced my check. Well, please. Rich, we're looking way ahead. Did you see who's coming in studio on Monday? I know. I, I, I personally booked said oh, individual. Oh, there you go. Okay. And, um, and uh, I, I personally did that. And not because of what I'm saying. No, I, I But we'll talk that. about it. We'll uh, talk about that Are people uh, still Monday. writing checks? I think it's more like cash happen or something. Um, whatever it is. You know? event, whatever. Zen, whatever. whatever oh, no, no, you're writing yeah. checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program let's take a break when we come back yes down a pop culture wormhole with one of the greatest tv and movie producers of all time jerry bruckheimer is here in studio let's talk game time boy do we love using game time tickets at the rich eisen show and every single time i've been watching the basketball playoffs on tv i've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games and when you choose your tickets on game time you can see the view from your seat where the court is where you are in relation to it and then the all-in prices that's my favorite feature the all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guests Work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. And we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio, Roku, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and so much more. And for our Terrestrial Radio audience, we just showed a clip of Miles Teller and Glenn Powell, two stars of Top Gun Maverick, one of my favorite movies of this entire year. And I'm not just saying that because of who's sitting here now on the Rich Eisen Show, the producer of that film and so many other great television and movies that uh, that we've been talking about for decades. Jerry Bruckheimer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you, Jerry. Great to be here, Rich. Thanks for having me. And I'm not just saying that about Top Gun Maverick um, because you're sitting here, but uh, my wife and I went and saw it, and we we were walking on air after that movie because it was exactly what we had hoped it would be. 
that it really was. I mean, just from the very beginning, from the Jerry Bruckheimer lightning strike before anything starts to hearing, um, you know, Kenny Loggins. Danger zone. Danger zone. And then the uh, the heat coming off the tarmac and then Tom Cruise on a motorcycle. Like you, you hit pretty much every button I wanted to hit in the first 10 seconds of that movie. What did you what did you make of, of Top Gun Maverick? Jerry. It was such a joy to make it and to be back with Tom Cruise. I'm really fortunate that I made three movies with him because he's such a force in a very good way. Mm-hmm. He demands excellence. He's an amazing actor. He's a better producer than I'll ever be. And he cares about what he does. He's like the Tom Brady mm-hmm. of, of our business because he really, really works so hard. He's there early in the morning. He's there late at night. He works on weekends. He takes care of himself like an athlete. He watches his diet. He works out. He gets to bed early. He's, he's one of those people that really you want to admire because of his dedication to his craft. And he loves making movies. And when you look at Top Gun, his performance is so subtle and so good. You know, sometimes you don't see it because he's so natural and so real. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not in a drunk scene where, you know, he's saying an actor so great because he plays a drunk so well. Mm-hmm. Tom just does everything perfect, and it comes off as natural, and that's exactly what you want. I thought you you went with the Brady analogy because Tom Cruise never ages, too. <laughs> They're very similar. <laughs> it could be in something like that yeah. as well. So uh, back in the day for the original Top Gun, he needed convincing, though, to do the role, correct? Well, Is that there's true? two stories. There's Tom's story, and then there's my story. Okay. They kind of conflict. It's been 35 years, so 36 <laughs> years. Sure. What happened is we gave him a script. We worked on the script with him, and we couldn't get him to commit to the movie. So I called the Navy, and I said, we have this actor. We'd like to get him in this movie. And they arranged for me to have him fly with the Blue Angels. So we went down to Mir- he went down to Miramar, California. Mm-hmm. He drove down there in his motorcycle, of course. <laughs> and he's got this long, flowing hair. He just finished another picture when he's shoulder length there. And this is back in the 85. It's much different than it is today. Sure. And so the pilots look at him and say, Oh, here comes a hippie. Let's give him a ride. So they spun him and flipped him and thought that he'd you know, come out of there dizzy and out of his mind. Got out, and he said, that was fantastic. He ran to a pay phone because there were no cell phones. <laughs> and he called me up and said, I'm in, I'm in. I'm doing the movie. But now his story is he was always doing the movie. He was just, he was just torturing us. But I don't know what the truth is. So your plan kind of worked in a way that you got him to do it. See, he's the, he literally is that much of a daredevil where he, you, you just want to get the adrenaline rush going and he was in. I don't know if it. you've seen the cuts from or the clips from Mission Impossible. But oh, my God. Dude, yeah, he's, out on a, he's out on a wing. I mean, he's, I mean, he's crazy. It's nuts what he does. Do you ever tell him that you, you shouldn't do it or you can't do it? Or you know do you ever have that is, conversation with him? What, what he does is it's, it's like a step process with mm-hmm. him. Every stunt that he does is so well rehearsed. He starts in a, in a very elementary manner, and then he works himself up to the final stunt. Nothing he does it was out, is without care, calculation, and surrounding himself with great people. Mm-hmm. And so putting together Top Gun Maverick, um, what was, what, did you have a concern? I mean, that you were touching sort of hallowed ground here and that you were 
basically creating something new when the original had already, I mean, it's, it's at a certain status now that you are kind of potentially messing with. Did that concern you at all? Yes, absolutely. And it concerned Tom. It's a, it's a signature movie for him. It really skyrocketed his career. Right. So when Joe Kaczynski, who's the director of the movie, mm-hmm. and I flew to Paris, Joe had an idea on how we we're going to do the movie, which is exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. And we pitched, he pitched Tom the story, and he had a, a lookbook where he had photographs that he put together of what he wanted the movie to look like. And Tom said, this is really good, I like it. But here, Joe, you got to promise me one thing. If we do this, it has to be real. We have to get everybody up in the jets. And the first movie... We put the actors up in jets, mm-hmm. and we couldn't use a frame of it. They all threw up. It was a mess. <laughs> I think there's one shot of Tom in the movie, in the, in the real plane. So this time, Tom and Joe designed this program where for three months we had our actors in first a prop plane, then an aerobatic prop, then a jet, mm-hmm. then an F-18. So they went through this process of dealing with the G-forces. So when they actually had to act, they could handle the G-forces. But it wasn't quite that easy because what happens is the actors have to rehearse on the ground with the director and with Tom in a makeshift cockpit. Then they have to get in the plane. They have to do their own makeup up there. They have to turn the camera on. They have to figure out where the sun is because they shouldn't say their lines because it has to match to the exterior. Yeah. So it was a lot of work. And we'd send them up there and they'd be up there for two hours. And we couldn't see what they were doing. could hear them. They come down, Tom and Joe look at the footage, and they said, ah, let's do it again. So they went right back up again. And by the way, when they get down on the ground, they're soaking wet. I mean, they're getting pounded around there with those G-forces. It is so hard and so compromising. And be able to, to work and to act and be as brilliant as these kids are, it's, it's phenomenal. Well, it was just amazing. It really was. I, I honestly felt like I was put back in a time warp back in 1985 and I was back, you know, a young kid again watching this movie. It was just amazing. And a sign of a good movie uh, or great movie is when people are talking about it and word of mouth is going strong and that happened with Top Gun Maverick. And then that there's also crazy ass conspiracy theories. Have you heard the one involving your film that that, have you heard about this one that, that, that when Tom Cruise in the very beginning of it, it, you know, goes up and destroys the spoiler alert. It's just at the beginning, he destroys the plane that he actually dies in it. And the rest of it is a, is a, uh, a dream sequence after he's passed away. It's not true, but it's an interesting theory. Fun. That is out there, right, Chris? Is that oh, being yeah. discussed it's right defi- now? It's definitely out there. Just because it's all neatly how, you know, he, he you know, him and Goose him and Goose's son have a great relationship and it kind of ties up all the Well at the end of the movie. At they the have end a of the movie. But I'm saying that the, right. the whole lie is it's just a you know, fan theory. So that is not true. You can debunk that right now. Yes, but if it sells tickets, we'll we'll go with there it. There we go, ladies, hey. ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Bruckheimer. Very good. Um, so Beverly Hills Cop, I want to discuss this film with you sure. as well. Um, is it true Sly Stallone was originally cast in That's the role true. of Axel That's Foley? True. That's true. We, what, we happened gave, what happened was we went, we developed the script, and we took it to Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was our first We didn't take it to him. We said to Paramount we would like Eddie Murphy to be in the movie. This is after 48 hours, right? right. After, after 48 hours. Okay, right. And Paramount said, well, we think Stallone. And the reason they thought Stallone is they had a pay and pay commit, pay or and play commitment, which means they had, 
He was in another movie. The movie didn't go, and they had to pay him. Yes. And they didn't have a movie for him. So this was going to be the movie. So Sly, being the great, he's a great writer, by the way. Sure. People don't understand. <laughs> Rocky, I mean, we can go back into the 70s, too, and he, right? he took the script and rewrote it, and it added a lot more action. So we get the script, which is a good script, and we give it to Paramount Production, and they do a budget. And the budget, the movie doubled the cost. Mm-hmm. And so Paramount says, all right, we can't afford to make this. You go tell Sly to cut it back. And I said, he's the biggest star in the world. I'm not going to tell him to cut it back. It's your job. So they said, well, what are you going to do? I said, we told you we wanted Eddie Murphy. If you can't afford it with Sly, let's do it with Eddie Murphy. And he said, okay, go get Eddie Murphy. So we fly to, to New Jersey, and we sit with Eddie, and we pitch him the story. Now, you have to understand, Eddie, he is, when you see him on screen, He's vibrant and funny, but when you pitch him a story, he stares at you, and he listens. He's an actor that actually listens. Yes. And so we had no idea if he liked it or not. Fortunately, at the end, he smiled and laughed, and he said, let's go do it. But it, you, you never know if you can get hook an actor. And so we hooked him. Mm-hmm. Now, the conventional wisdom at the time was no African-American actor by himself had grossed more than $20 million. Mm-hmm. So we had to make sure the budget fit within their, their numbers. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to anybody who was in Hollywood at that time, not only did it gross more than $20 million, it was the highest grossing R-rated movie until The Hangover, $235 million domestic, which is unbelievable. So it shows you, you have talent, doesn't matter their skin color, doesn't matter anything. If the movie's great, right. you got a great actor, that's what it's all about. How much was it ad-libbed? How much of that stuff got ad-libbed in that film? Uh, he, he had, we think? gave him the parameters yes. of the scene. There were certain plot points he had to hit. And beyond that, he was on his own. So he just went and, and riffed it. And he's, he, guy's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. The banana in the tailpipe, though, that was, in, that was in the script. That was in there. Okay. And the buffet <laughs> being wrecked at the Harrow Club, yeah. that was in there as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could literally do this for another 15 <laughs> hours with you on that front. And so the T-shirt that he wore, the Mumford High, that, that's your high school? That's my high school. Back in uh, Michigan? Back in Detroit. Back in Detroit. Yeah. So that was, there was a lot of personal stuff for you, I imagine, in that film. Yeah, I'm, Just, you know, I'm a Lions fan. I'm a Tigers fan. I'm a suffering Lions fan. Yes. And I guess a suffering Tigers fan. But I love the Red Wings, and they had some good runs. Mm-hmm. But the Lions, I feel so bad for the Lions. Our fans have just been hammered for I don't know how many years. Well, technically now, Jerry Bruckheimer, you can kind of swing to the Seahawks right now, right? I mean, you're, you're in the Seattle sports scene as an owner. Well, I have the Rams and the Seahawks. Got so the I'm, Rams I'm in, here. That's I'm true. In pretty good shape. You're Mr. Los Angeles guy yeah, right here exactly. right now. And I do want to talk about the Seattle Kraken with you for, for a bit, sure. too. But uh, your favorite sports movie, forget about the ones that you've done. Which one do you think? I guess Hoosiers. I'm with you. Yeah, Hoosiers is a great movie. That's it, right? Yeah. That is number one for me. Yeah, Hoosiers me is it for me. Yeah. Why is it that it for you? It's emotional. And, the, and going back to Top Gun, people talk about the flying. They mm-hmm. talk about everything. But it's the emotion. It's the interaction of those characters. Right. Tom with Val Kilmer and Tom with Miles Teller. Those scenes are precious. Yes. And, and so also with Jennifer Connelly. So that's what propelled the movie to be the huge success that's been around the world. What's really interesting is it's a pretty American movie. It's about our military, not yes. really, but they're the backdrop. Our foreign grosses outgross domestic grosses. So in other words, this movie captured audiences around the world yes. 
with a, a strong dollar. So when you look at the number, it would be 30% more because the dollar is so down everywhere else in, in the world without Russia and China. So a third of the world, this movie didn't, didn't, wasn't released. And, and the grosses are just almost a billion five. Let me talk it's to you about amazing. that Val Kilmer scene uh, as sure. well from Top Gun Maverick. Um, what were the sensitivities around getting that done and putting it in there because of his real life malady? Well, that was something that, that Tom and Val worked out with the director. It's something that Tom initiated, Val initiated. They worked, which is so great when you work with actors, you have a script and they get together and say, we're going to do it a different way. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this this way. And Chris McQuarrie, who is a writer and a producer on the show, would come in and rewrite things on the spot. And he's brilliant at doing that. So um, there was uh, a a conversation that Tom did have with Val Kilmer to say, Absolutely. can you do it? Do you want to do it? I mean, was that in the original script? I know I've asked you five I'm questions in a sure. row. I'm not sure it was in the original script, but mm-hmm. I know that they worked that out together. The, the, the four of them really worked it out. I mean, when that scene was over, I, you know, I, I looked at my wife yeah. and she looked at me like, whoa, that was real. Yeah. That was a real life moment right there. I've got Jerry Bruckheimer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let, let, let me talk about Remember the Titans with you. Sure. Because that is a beautiful sports movie. Right. It really is. And um, getting Denzel Washington involved and the sensitivities around that subject matter as well. And what, what was your reason for taking on that film for yourself, I, Jerry Bruckheimer? I, it's a story. It's about people that should be remembered. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's about it. That's about <coughs> stories about this this coach and this team, and that's why you wanted to take exactly. that, take, take on with that. Do you remember the Titans is part of your of your world, no question about that. As well as uh, Glory Road, we had uh, we had um, we had the the, the great uh, uh, actor who plays um, uh, Don Haskins, Josh Lucas here, t- telling me about how Don Haskins was uh, on the set for that sort of thing as well. Yeah, I mean. It's hard to make a movie about people that are alive mm-hmm. and tell their story. And that's the most difficult. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Seattle Kraken. It's a fascinating uh, uh, development right here. The NHL. Actually, you know, here, here, I would like to play a tape for you. Sure. And then you, and you tell me about this acting. Because um, Jerry Bruckheimer is not only a guy who brought so many great movies uh, to uh, the silver screen, but also uh, CSI. Uh, to the smaller screen. And um, when we, Jerry, were going to the Super Bowl in Miami, um, our show open um, was a no-brainer for us that we played it over and over and over again where I got in the role of Horatio Kane, And I want you to see if this is as Good. legit as it. See this. Here we go. This is it. This is uh, me in the role of Horatio Kane, if you will, channeling my inner Caruso as only I could for, for the Rich Eisen show. What do we have here, Frank? It's a messy one, Rich. Probably one of the worst we've ever seen. The Vince Lombardi trophy was last seen on that yacht. Now it's gone missing. I want to find that trophy, Frank. Because when I play, I play to win. No Lombardi trophy, no ball game.
What do you think, Jerry? Really well done. Thank you, sir. Really well done. Thank you. I'm giving myself a round really of applause well if you don't yeah, mind. As you no, we're just finishing another sports movie, which, what which is really interesting. It's called Young Woman in the Sea. It's for Disney+. Plus. Hopefully okay. we'll get it in theaters also. Okay. It's with, Trudy, it's with uh, Daisy Ridley. I've heard of her. Plays the star, the girl from Star Wars. Yes. And it's about the first woman that swam the English Channel in 1926. Her name is Trudy Eberly. Okay. The story is that back in, I think, 1919, there was a ferry that went down in in Long Island. 3,200 women and children drowned. Biggest disaster until 9-11. Yes. And the mother, German immigrant family, says, my girls are going to learn how to swim. The father says, no, it's uncouth. I don't want to be. That's not going to happen. She persists. She has her kids take swimming lessons. The one girl gets the measles and is partially deaf, okay? Uh, and the water would really be a problem for yes. her. But she excels so much that she goes to the Olympics. She set a bunch of wood records, not at the Olympics, because they wouldn't let them train. They wouldn't let the women train. So she gets over there, and they won't feed them properly. They didn't let them train. And so she came in, I think, like third and won a, and a relay. So she was supposed to set all kinds of world records. It didn't happen. She came home. She was very depressed. She finds a coach to train her to do the English Channel. And he had tried it 21 times and failed. Yeah. She goes out to swim it, and about the seventh mile, he sees she's going to make it and decides that's not good for his career. So he poisons her tea. He puts something in her tea. Damn. True story. It's all true. And she doesn't finish. She gets sick and doesn't finish. She goes back and hires another tree. She's so determined. She hires another trainer. And not only does she swim the English Channel, she beats the men's record by two hours. Her huh. name is Trudy Everly. Nobody's ever heard of her. She had the biggest parade down Fifth Avenue for an athlete ever. When you see the black and white footage, you, you won't believe it. I've never heard of this story. It's a fantastic... Again, stories about people that should be remembered. Yes. Black Hawk Down, another movie. Those 18 men that died, yes. they'll always be remembered now. Huh. Gee, and that's going to be on Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Just like National Treasure Edge of History is coming to Disney Plus December 14th? That's right. Okay. Um, Fire Country on CBS that starts airing Fridays at 9 Eastern. New episodes airing Fridays at 9 Eastern on CBS. Okay, and then the newest, and the newest Beverly Hills Cop movie in production now for Netflix. You see, I don't sleep. You don't, and you're going to win the Stanley Cup, right? You're going to bring a cup to Seattle. Well, that's that's another issue. We got to talk about that. <laughs> going to bring a cup? I mean, that's got to be eventually. Amazing. What a scene that is up there eventually. right now for the Seattle Kraken. Crazy. Just beat the the Sabers five one last night. We're sold out. It's it's fantastic. Why'd it you really do is. that? Why'd you want to be part of that? Uh, I'm a builder. I like to create things and right. build things. That's what movies are. You start with an idea, you get a yeah. screenwriter, you, you make it happen. I love hockey, and I wanted to, to be a part of it. Yeah. So a friend of mine, Harry, Harry Sloan, who's a, fan, a financial wizard, mm-hmm. said, well, let's get a hockey team. So the Ducks were for sale. It didn't work out because Samuel owned the arena and the land around. It wasn't going to be a good deal. We, uh-huh. we couldn't outbid him. And somebody came to us for Pittsburgh. They were for sale. And then they drafted Crosby. And they said, we're not for sale anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we... Makes sense. We decided Vegas would be a great place. Mm-hmm. So we go to Gary Bettman. We make a deal with Gary for Vegas. And then 08 hit when the markets crashed. And mm-hmm. so we couldn't get an arena built. 
Then Tim Lewicki, who's an amazing builder himself, he, he, he's just one of those. Yeah, folks in L.A. certainly yeah, know him he, for the Kings know, for all those Kings years. And, yeah. and he was in Seattle. For, not in Seattle. He was oh, in, yeah, no, in for, Toronto. Oh, yeah, for the Seahawks as well. That's sure. right. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. And so he, he came to us and said, I have an idea how to take the key arena, mm-hmm. keep the roof because it's historically protected, and then dig underneath and build a whole new arena. And we said, great. David Bonderman, who's the lead investor, fantastic man, loves sports. He said, let's go do it. So he raised some money. We got the arena built. And Gary, very fortunately for us, gave us a franchise. We, we paid for it, but he gave us a franchise. And the people that David has brought in, the Lewicki brothers, Tim and Todd, Todd runs it. Mm-hmm. And he's what a great manager. What a, a man who embraced the community. He hires people. What a gentleman he is. And then he hired Ron Francis, who, as you know, is a great general manager. Sure. And what happened, you know, they expected us to be Vegas. We're going to be right out of the box. We're going to have a a team that competes for the Stanley Cup. It didn't happen because the general managers got so smart. The NHL protected eight players plus a goalie for each team. Mm -hmm. So the ninth player, if they had a really good ninth player, he got traded. So they got draft picks. So there wasn't a lot there as good as it was for Vegas. Right. And they were offered bad contracts. Ron didn't want to take bad contracts. So he put together a very good competitive team. Unfortunately, the goaltending didn't hold up as well as we wanted it to. So we got a great draft pick. Manny Beneers is fantastic. Well, I'm a Michigan Wolverine, yeah. so you, went, you, went, you, and, you chose and, wisely. And we got Wright. Now it was another fourth fourth pick, but he was really supposed to go to the first pick. So we're building the team through the draft, which is the way Colorado did it. You know, what, four or five years ago, they had 40-some points. I mean, we had 60. So I, they're doing it the right way. We just have to have our fans be be patient. Uh, it's going to happen. And I know that this might be out of the bailiwick here, but do you think the success of this team in, in that arena might lead to an NBA team going there? We sure Jerry? hope so. Would you be part of that? Would you want to be part uh, that, of that? If they allow me, who knows? Right. Right. Interesting. Because, I mean, I know Seattle fans are just nuts for that sort of idea. They're the greatest always... sports fans out there. They really are. And that's why I was so excited when Tim came to us about, yeah. about Seattle. They're really, really terrific. And, and, bef- and they, love the, they love hockey. They love basketball. They're great football fans. Uh, they love all their sports. Well, and, and so, you know, before I let you go, I'm going to take one more run at this. I did mention this to you the first time we met a couple of years ago. I suggested you name your team this. You went Kraken, which is great. But, you know, you've got a mascot named Bowie, and I understand it's Seattle. And, but that, that mascot should be nicknamed Grunge, sir. The Seattle, Seattle Grunge. Like, a, you're in Seattle. That looks like a grunge. I know it's a troll. I get it. I'm trying. Let let me help you produce is what I'm saying. If I may look, if I may look. Jerry, I, I wasn't part of this. This was for the kids, and they they got it. Did they showed a Understood. bunch of kids did different uh, mascots, and the kids picked this one. So okay, it's so, working. So it's I'm, all good. So I'm now telling kids no. Okay, that's what I. But that's what I do for a living uh, at home as the best dad ever. Jerry Bruckheimer, thank you for coming in. I would love to have you back anytime you want. We barely scratch the surface on the pop call. Yeah, there's, there's so much good stuff that, that we've been involved in and such a thrill to entertain audiences. And You've whether it's it. a movie that I make or a, a hockey game, it, it's so great when you see people come together, cheer, laugh, cry. Movies do that to you. Sports does that to you. 
It's great. No question about it. And again, Top Gun Maverick is amazing. Good luck to you in the award season. You deserve all the awards you want for that, sir. Fire Country uh, on CBS Fridays at 9 Eastern time. I look forward to that newest Beverly Hills Cop movie on Netflix. And then National Treasure, Edge of History. The series is coming to Disney Plus in December. My kids and I, will we will be locked in on that. Fire, Fire Country is the highest new rated show. Well, I mean, you, did, you know, you what, believe it? when was the last time uh, a, a network said no to you? Uh, they'd say it all the time. What's their problem? <laughs> what the hell's the matter with this industry? For, check out again Fire Country on CBS Fridays at 9 Eastern Time. Uh, at Bruckheimer JB on Twitter. Thank you for coming in here, sir. Really Thanks for having me. Rich. Anytime. My great. gosh, let's do this again. Jerry Bruckheimer is here. We'll wrap up the show in a sec. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the program, NetSuite wants you to know your numbers because if you don't know your numbers, your business is not at its best. Believe me, over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system that gives you visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. What are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash RichRadio right now netsuite.com slash rich radio netsuite.com slash rich radio one last guest to get to great show with joe burrow and kurt warner and jerry brockheimer just left uh susie schuster wants to chime in on something what's up Suze? <laughs> what's going on hey you guys How hey Suze. hey up, Suze? what's going on hey listen chris tj mike i want to oh, know boy. if any of you were free maybe adam 
I don't know if you guys could come over this weekend and finish putting together the basketball hoop that Rich started putting together a week ago. It's two oh, weeks, wow. actually. It's two we weeks. We have a half-built basketball hoop in the backyard for our baller fourth grader. Oh, I'll buy you a pizza if you what, can come and what? finish putting it together. Rich, what happened? Yeah, explain. Well, uh, by the way, it, it was like a two-person job that I was doing mostly by myself. Uh, I was Thelma. Thelma, Thelma was tr- helping, and a bunch of uh, you know. At one point, I had Cooper try and help. Um, it ain't easy. Uh, oh, no, somebody, no somebody, yeah. somebody bought something that required an insane amount of. Didn't uh, tell you? Uh, no, it, no, no. It, it it required an insane amount of assembly, where others could just be you know purchased and and placed. already put together. Uh, oh my yeah. God. yeah. Oh my god. So so really? I did it, and things have you know things have happened. I've got things going on. I'm getting ready to go to Germany. I've got, got stuff going, going on. on. Yeah, I'm a, four, I'm a 53-year-old with a lot of ish going on. Two weeks, Rich. You're going to Germany in two weeks. That's true. And you've but, had two weeks to build no, this No, but already? I mean, you know, there was... Yes, I had. Oh, well, because okay. he had... Last Saturday, he had to watch the Michigan... Oh, wait a minute. No. No, no. They are not watch. No, no, no. They so... Yeah. Would have been so able I, to do so that. What I'm saying was, as mm. Stuart Scott used to say, so so what, what I'm saying was, what, what, what ha- happened? <laughs> what, what so, happened? So, happened? But here's the <laughs> interesting thing: is I truly had plans today <laughs> to do it, to finish it. Now today. you're not just like with me, not changing no, my I'm, team I'm, name. I'm, no, now no, because she brought it up. You no, don't want to do it. No, just so you understand. <laughs> TJ, TJ, pigheadedness gets you nowhere. That's true. I forgot. Okay, I'm, I, different. I'll be home. I'll, I'll be home to do it. That'd be great. <laughs> let, me know, let me know if I have to do that, too, okay? When no. are we going to see you again, Suze? Wow. Yeah. You're, you're seeing me with champagne and orange juice in a couple weeks. There you That's right. what's up. There you have it. Right. There you have it. Thanks, Suze. I'll see you soon, hon. Bye, Suze. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Ladies see and you gentlemen. Soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Bruckheimer of our household. Wow. Uh, Susie uh, Schuster. Uh, yeah, it's been sitting in the backyard for a bit. It's one of those things where... They're not easy. No. It's, it's a full-size hoop? No, they're not easy to do. break your back. It's a full, yeah. Yeah, it's a full. So, no, what, you, what you need, what I need to do is build the base, the base and then connect it to the yeah, huge ass not, thing that would require easy. somebody to have to hold, pick it up, yeah. hold it while I, while oh, I'm so it's got one of those base ones. So, you're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're not, not pouring water or, or, no. or cement in a base, okay. correct? No, that's, it's a lot going on. I understand. I understand that. <laughs> a lot going on, and then as soon as I build it, they won't use it. No. That's another thing. <laughs> so it's going to sit there until you move. Cool point. No, well, Taylor, no, Taylor, 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 Taylor Curry, bro. Eight, 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 she had eight, eight of her nineteen point, of her team's nineteen what? points. Yeah, nineteen. They put up nineteen. Well, they put up start, nineteen. Wow. We gotta get some yeah. WNBA and people then she started in there for barking, Taylor. Rich. She started pointing to the ring finger like Clay did last night. <laughs> <laughs>